Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday. Uh, you may have heard that the travel bubble between Australia and New Zealand opened yesterday. I don't know if that got through to you. Um, we've got supply chain troubles, though, in spite of all this reopening stuff. But, um, and it's causing... Um, it's certainly causing some angst to the supermarket. Uh, but before any of that, uh, of course, this is, this is what always happens, isn't it? Uh, the Chiefs win, but of course it's nothing to do with the Chiefs. It's because the Crusaders weren't very good, apparently. Do you reckon he can turn it around? Oh, I do. And I think this is a really important uh, time in his coaching career. He's tended to coach teams that have been really strong in their, their players. And he's got a few injuries at the moment in critical positions that, are, that has taken away some of the special strengths yeah. that the Crusaders had. Now, Scott, in his development as a coach, is going to have to work out ways to uh, mitigate those injuries and, we, and, and you know losing those strengths in his team and develop a strategy that uh, overcomes those, those losses. Do you reckon that it would be hard for him, having never really hit a patch like this, to try to get through it? Well, he has to. Uh, you know, all, all of the top coaches have been through patches like this, and uh, and you learn strategies and the right way to, to overcome it. Now, if he is a top coach, and he, every indication is uh, in the past that he he's a really high-level coach, this is going to be his real test. And he needs to be able to turn this around to prove to everyone in New Zealand rugby that that he can deal with adversity as well as he can deal with staying on top. Of course, um, what we should really be asking is, who cares what Scott Robertson's doing? What about what the Chiefs are doing? What about their turnaround? Why aren't we talking about this? So typical. They'll win the whole thing and everybody won't even notice. (sighs) Not that I'm better. Uh, so, yeah, 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 everybody jumped on the plane yesterday, didn't they? More than 5,000 Air New Zealand passengers are booked to travel between Australia and New Zealand this very day aboard 30 flights between Brisbane, Melbourne, Gold Coast, Perth, Sydney and Auckland, Wellington and Christchurch. And Air New Zealand reckons the national airline will be operating more than 300 flights a week come the July school holidays. There are also hopes that Aussie travellers who've been starved of opportunities to travel will choose to come here as tourists and spend their disposable incomes up to a billion dollars, those in the know are predicting, which will be a godsend for tourist towns like Queenstown. So if you're breaking out the travel bubbly, if you've been hanging on in one of those tourist destinations, clinging in there by the skin of your teeth... What does the travel bubble mean to you? Have you got your hopes pinned on the Aussies arriving in their droves to spend up large and to do so consistently, not just on the weekends? If you're waiting for children or parents to arrive, if you've got your bags packed and you're heading off this week, Love to hear some good news to kick off the morning. I wonder if this is a way I can get my children to go away from me now. Maybe it is. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm starting to get excited. Um, Marcus, of course, uh, has a great talent for asking the, the real 
probably the, the big questions around the bubble that, we, that, that we've all wanted answered, I think. There was some concern and some discussion about the people holding the giant bubbles at the airport. I thought that was fantastic. I can't quite work out what they were thinking. I don't know how that discussion goes. Bubble, 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 what should we do? Let's hold giant bubbles and dance. But I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited that they were as excited as we were excited because I kind of thought beforehand that no one was really going to be that excited about the bubble. But it seems both countries cock a hoop. It is very much as though somebody's um, shaken up a bottle of champagne and those bubbles have come out, uh, which apparently uh, in New Zealand did do by the thousands. Um, that's like uncontrollable, just random acts of, no, well, just random acts. They're not even, you can't even list what, all the weird things that went on yesterday. It's very, it's like the war's over or something. Don't quite know what's happening there. Meanwhile, uh, we still can't uh, get things. Um, like doorknobs apparently even the big thing is we have the construction sector being constrained by supply side stuff you can't get doorknobs you can't get timber you can't get all sorts of stuff to build a house when you can't get stuff then suddenly the stuff that you want to get gets more expensive because there's more people that want to get it and not enough of it that's what's happened to our houses There's not enough houses. There's lots of free money. People will pay anything to get it. God knows what you're going to have to pay for doorknobs. There are no doorknobs. People are building houses. It's going to be a battle for the doorknobs. And some guy's going to pay more for the doorknobs than is rational. And on it will go right the way through the economy. Here comes inflation. Here comes price rises. So my question for you is how are price rises affecting your business? How are price rises affecting you? You know, are you seeing it everywhere? What is the stuff that's gone up the most that is killing your life? Petrol. Is it rents? Is it stuff you've sourced from overseas that hasn't come in in a container because it's stuck somewhere in a port? We've got so used to a, a period of low inflation for so long, prices not going crazy, maybe they're about to go crazy. And maybe this is going to be the next part of COVID. You may be able to borrow as much as you like from the bank, but everything is so expensive, you can't afford it. Yeah, the concern seems to be uh, we, we've got a, a three little pig style emergency, haven't we? Here, if we can't build the houses out of bricks, we're going to have to resort to sticks and possibly even straw. Is that? I think that's what people are worried about. Uh, which will be fine as long as we um, don't need any big bad wolves through the border. Is it? I may have taken this analogy a little bit too far. So um, let's try and rein things back in with this very insightful comment piece from Tim Dow, who's uh, standing in for Kate Hawksby over the holidays. Uh, he thinks that people are getting a bit aggro. Um, I mean, I know you can't find all the things that you want at the supermarket, but it doesn't mean you have to beat, beat up the people who work at the supermarket, does it? Question here. When did we all get so aggressive and short-tempered, and uh, Why? It's kind of crept up on us, but little by little, you know, we've got to a point where now, uh, and I think there's something seriously wrong with where we're at, when people actually are having to start wearing body cameras at work because somebody might thump them. Now, it's bad enough, I would say, that you know, police need all this increasing level of protection. They're right there on the front line dealing with the bad Guys and girls, uh, they've got stab-proof vests now, tasers, access to guns if they need them. Worse still, the firefighters, ambulance crews, not only have to deal with people who are distressed, injured, often horribly intoxicated, 
but also abuse, intimidation and assault as they are trying to go about their work. Emergency rooms, staff there, often on the receiving end, so much so we've got security guards all over the show uh, and closed-circuit TV in every corner. They must dread those Friday-Saturday night shifts. But this one just took my breath away when I saw it this morning. Things are starting to get so bad, people in supermarkets are wearing body cameras. Now, this may have had something with the queue to get in, or, you know, the morbid fear you might not be able to buy 100 rolls of toilet paper. But in 2020, in the war was across the Tasman, assaults doubled. And, of course, you know they are the parent company of Countdown over here. So now... People stacking the shelves in the stores, people working on the checkouts in the Woolworths over there will be wearing body cameras. I cannot believe it. Supermarket staff wearing body cameras because the public coming in for their shopping are, thankfully not all, but sometimes a threat. And this isn't just Australia. Apparently they're already being used in the US and in the UK. And apparently they work. They reduce assaults and abuse. Countdown here says it's watching, obviously. It's already upset about severity and frequency of aggression. And we've all seen cell phone footage of people losing it because somebody else got the trolley. But you really have to ask yourself, how did we get to be such a seriously sick pack of puppies? COVID cabin fever, stress, anxiety something else the only thing that really annoys me at the supermarket i mean obviously it's frustrating when there's empty shelves and and, and the thing that you particularly went in there for isn't there but when um there's a, there are large queues and not all the checkouts are open that that's ugh. i'm glad to be do you think I should find something more? I should find something more serious to worry about, probably. Uh, I'll go off and do that, and then we'll be back here again for another News Talk ZB tomorrow. See you then.